Hi, and welcome to the Expansive Podcast. My name is Eric Kruger, and it is really good to be with you again. As always, I am joined by my fantastical co-host, Mr. John Sonne. I had to use a different word today. How are you doing, brother? Fantastical. Fantastical. Yes, yes, I'm very good. Thank you. Yes, very good. Uh, Cape Town is uh, summer is arriving. I've already been out for a long run this morning, and uh, yeah, it seems as though the whole of Cape Town is out running uh, and cycling and everything elseing. How do you decide uh, so between good, between running and cycling? Because uh, I'm sure cycling must just tug at your heartstrings. So how do you just make the decision? Let me, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. Uh, it's actually so funny you say that. <laughs> I was so jealous of all the bicycles that went past me today. So I've got about five sets of kits in Dubai. Like those are st- there with that bicycle and everything there. So when I came to South Africa, obviously I didn't bring my kits or anything. And so when I came back, I bought another bicycle, but each kit is like, I don't know, 8,000 Rand, you know, your bib, your this, your this. Sure. So I decided to buy only two kits so that I, when I go to Dubai again, I'll bring those kits back or whatever. You know, I don't need to buy that many kits. And I had cycled two days in a row and I was too lazy to wash my kits. So I woke up this morning and my kits both were dirty. I was like, oh no. Okay. Okay. Be positive about a run. Be positive about a run. So yeah, good. It's so funny okay. that you asked that. That's uh, it was, it was a turmoil inside my head this morning when I woke up. <laughs> anyway, how are you and how is Joburg and how's life going up, uh, up there? Yeah. Things are going well. I've been uh, very much stuck in writing, um, trying to get the book done for sort of Q1, end of Q1, uh, 2021. Mm. And then also just been, been working on like, uh, a, a ton of like new projects that I'm actually taking on for the new year and, uh, going on golf tour this week. So I'll be, I'll be down in Cape Town. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's masters what? this week. So the masters happens from Thursday to Friday to Sunday and we have a golf tour on from Thursday to Sunday. So we're playing, uh, wow. Where are you playing? We're going to Devonvale, Erinvale and Steenburg. And so we, I know we, okay, I don't know that. we're okay. playing a, a game each day. So I'm looking okay. forward to that. And then, uh, once I get back from that, I think I'll recalibrate back into work. My, this entire week, I've really been in, in holiday mode already <laughs> in a way. So, um, listen, but so today's topic is all about dealing with uncertainty. Um, but before we get into that, I, I was just reminded that, you know, yesterday we were speaking offline. And we were talking about how we were trying to record the podcast for the 50th episode. Uh, you want to just like share what was happening with the recordings? Yeah, look, I mean, so there's this, uh, there's this law, uh, I suppose a universal law that I read about many years ago called the law of reflection. And this law of reflection is the idea that this is a holographic world that we live in and reality keeps echoing back to you what's going on inside your head, your conversations and inside your heart. Many people don't like this because it's far too much responsibility to take on, uh, taking on the responsibility of this hologram. But the truth is, it's just the way it is. Whether you like it or not, that's kind of how it's reflecting back to us. So you and I were trying to record the 50th podcast. And um, look, the whole world's in a bit of turmoil, and uh, including myself. I know you've gone through your stuff. I was going through my stuff. And um, we tried to record it once. Your sound didn't work. We tried <laughs> to record it twice. My sound didn't work. Then we eventually gave up. Uh, it was like almost like the communication was so uh, in disarray, I imagine, that our technology wasn't even wanting to play along. And, you know, in the 50-odd uh, episodes that we've recorded, I think that might have happened once. Mm. 
and not twice in a row. And so we eventually gave up on the 50th uh, podcast because, I mean, eventually you can't make it sound like it's the first time you're talking <laughs> about something. It sounds a bit fake. So uh, we decided to give it up. But it was just such a fascinating scenario that the internal dialogue of not being clear on my communication reflected into the technology. Obviously, yours was mm. going on the week before that. And so, yeah, there was just a fascinating touch point on the law of reflection. Yeah. And then the 52nd episode that we recorded, um, the audio was crisp and oh, clear. Oh, that's right. Right? Like that's the, that's, right. that's, that's like right. the crazy part is like we, we were yes, both in, right. in this very uncertain period of time for ourselves. And we, we kind of started coming through that. And as we came through that and recorded the 52nd episode, the 51st episode, it was just, it was crazy because I was editing it in post and usually I have to isolate a part to re to reduce the noise in the background. I didn't even have to do that. Like it was just mm. both the audio clips were so clear and I, I just thought it was fascinating. So I sent you a WhatsApp because I was like, this is weird. I that, remember, uh, I remember I was like, yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's the law of reflection. You know, it's just, it's such a weird thing, you know, and also, you know, if you think about money and I know you and I have done a lot of work around money and, and, uh, the last few weeks, I just haven't done my, I, I mean, I've been doing meditation, but not as strict and as, as clear headed as I'd like it to be. Mm. And that's okay. I mean, that's just the, the, the ups and downs. But you know, the last two days, I've been very, very specific. I've been going to bed at eight o'clock doing my hour meditation. I've been really like quite focused in on it. I cannot tell you how many inquiries I've had today for business. Yeah. It's like just pop, 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 pop. And it was just such a great, again, confirmation of the law of reflection. Listen, so, good one. that's amazing. Mm. And, um, it's mm. always funny to me how we, we find things that work for us, you know, so like meditation, for example, like, you know, the effects of it, like you mm. see it mm. and you do it and you do it and you do it. And you're like, well, life is going so well. And then you stop doing it. And then like <laughs> everything else goes away. You're like, well, what's happening? Well, actually, you know, I can <laughs> yeah. tell you what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, but it's, a, it's, it's the software, right? It's the software. Yeah. It needs to keep being tweaked. I mean, I just upgraded iOS 14.2 and that's exactly like us, right? We need to continuously be upgrading our software. Um, so yeah, listen, that's a so, good reminder. um, today is all about uncertainty and, uh, mm. you made a video and we wanted to discuss that a bit. So tee us mm. up. What, what is this all about? Yeah. So look, you know, self-actualization has been such a big topic for you and I, and also anybody that's in a privileged position of having their food and health and shelter taken care of, uh, you eventually get to a point of, well, what am I doing next? And, and, and how am I expressing myself and expanding myself? I remember sitting at uh, Base Camp Everest and watching people arrive in 2010. Uh, we were sitting there for a while and I was watching people arrive. In my head, I was thinking, who are these people from all around the world that have taken weeks out of their lives, risked their lives like I had to come and climb a mountain? And it was just a base camp, right? E even though that's really tough, but it was nowhere near as tough as peaking it, obviously. But it was this idea that they needed to self-actualize. And obviously, so did I. I needed to conquer something within myself. But we all know that with COVID, this idea of self-actualization is, is not a priority. The priority is physiological health, emotional health, having enough cash flow to, to get us through this if our businesses are taking strength. The basics have mm. almost become much more important. Now, what's happened is that because we've been in self-actualization mode for so long is that we've had this opportunity to think long-term all the time. It's like, okay, like 
that's where I'm going. That's what I'm going to do. Those are my intentions. It's almost like this very long-term process. Now, we've come into COVID-19. Most of us have no idea what's going to happen next week. In fact, maybe all of us don't have any idea what's happening next week. We keep seeing countries closing and Mm. opening and, you know, presidents not wanting to leave the office and all sorts of ridiculous (laughs) things happening. Uh, Top Whigs and ANC being arrested. I mean, there's just so much going on, right? Um, so with this level of uncertainty, applying the old ways of thinking and these long-term goals become a very stifling process. And so I myself have been speaking about this idea that we need to be much more focused in the now rather than the long-term. But obviously that when you speak about it, it doesn't always like land for you, right? It, it, it's something that you need to practice. So I have a, a, a colleague, uh, Kevin Horsley, um, a global uh, memory champion, um, who and I, we've spoken on stage together and he reached out to me online and he said, look, I watched one of your videos. You're feeling, you look a little bit down. Do you want to have a chat? And I was like, yeah, cool. Why not? You know, so I had a chat with him. Fascinating guy, really, really good guy. And, and he said to me and I explained to him what was going on. And he said, well, look, what I do is I just make sure I get through the day. I set myself some short-term goals and those short-term goals, if I tick them, I've done enough. And that's all I need to do. And I was like, wow, that's such a fantastic idea is to systemize yourself into sprint goals. So the sort of idea that, look, yesterday, and I did it yesterday and I did it the day before since I spoke to Kevin. And it's like, oh, did I get my exercise in? Yes. Did I eat good food at least one meal a day? Yes. Um, am I connecting with my friends and family? Yes. Did I, you know, X, mm. Y, and Z. And, and that was it. Did I meditate? Yes. Okay, good. Now I ticked all those boxes. So the idea about uncertainty is when you start focusing on the future too much and it's so uncertain, you feel anxious, you feel debilitated, you feel stressed, you just don't feel good. But in times of uncertainty, when you can bring your focus into today and maybe just this week, then you really got a better chance of achieving um, dopamine hits and giving yourself an opportunity to have those. I have a few more examples, but uh, mm. I don't want to carry on talking. Let me ask you what your thoughts are. Yeah, I think the one thing I wanted to ask you is those short-term goals then, or the, the achievable goals for the day, um, are you still basing them on a long-term goal of where you want to go? Because like that's the, the trouble, right? Like We're not sure about where we're going in the long term. So how do you then decide what your short-term goal should be for the day? Well, I think they're basically state, like basically around your mental state, your emotional state and your physical state. That's all it is because, and I also don't know, you know, I mm. don't know if I, if I, I want those long-term goals anymore because in a world where you can have an online uh, education system, you can uh, do maybe three webinars online for the week. You've made more than enough money to live a really good life so then does anything else need to happen or can you re-devise your life where you can start picking up a new skill like, I don't know, gardening or whatever the case may be. So it's, I think it's much more about the systems around our mental, emotional and physical health. And I wrote about this in Future Next as well, is that our state is who we are and managing our state on a daily basis becomes imperative mm. in order for us to just achieve that well done mm. to yourself, mm. you know? And I think when you have these long-term goals in, in, in uncertain times, you just never get an opportunity to say well done to yourself because you you can't achieve them because they're uncertain, right? Mm. Did you, when you then created those goals, did you go and sit down with those three categories and say, like you said, well, what are the most important ones in each of these categories? Or did you just sort of say like, what are the goals that I want to have done every single day? Like what was your well, process look, for, I, for I, devising you, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... um 
So I went through like emotional. For emotional, what I want to do is I want to uh, meditate and connect with friends and family. So that's it. So do I spend time with my friends? Am I um, speaking to my family? Am I doing meditation? Am I journaling? That's good. Okay, tick. Uh, physical, am I exercising? Hopefully cycling. Uh, but if not, running is not bad either on the promenade. Um, and uh, eating well. Mm. You know, I, I definitely want to get a, a plate of full greens into my life uh, every day just to make sure my alkalinity is right. And then the mental state is going through my list every day of the things that I need to achieve in as far as have I done enough for School of Modern Wisdom, my online school that's coming? Have I done enough for Future Self Academy? Have I done enough in my personal capacity as my own brand, et cetera, et cetera. And if I can tick those boxes with my team, then I've also done enough so that when it comes to four o'clock, I feel very comfortable that I've ticked all those mental, emotional and physical sort of ideation mm. and goals. Mm. I like that. You know, what? like what actually popped into my head as you were speaking is that um, what we are advocating for on this episode mm. is the mm. expansive hierarchy of goals. <laughs> Stick with <Okay>. me. <laughs> so, I like it. so like, yeah, okay. if you think of it, so like what you was just going through, right? Like these are the baseline things that we need. Like this is what you said in the beginning is that mm. we went from the top of the, the hierarchy to the bottom to uh, physiological safety, social needs. Mm. So that's what you're saying. Like you're saying, I've created goals for myself around this bottom part of the, of the pyramid. Mm. And actually, like once you can get those done consistently, you start feeling better about yourself and you can start shifting to those higher categories again. Mm, exactly. Nice. Well, I think self-actualization changes in as far as the external to the internal and the mastery of self. And I think that's the major theme I'm seeing for myself within this COVID is external goals to mastery. And, and you said it, you know, we were speaking offline a couple of weeks ago and you're like, I want to become a master at what I do. And, and I think it's that it's, it's, it, it's shifting the dopamine from the extrinsic to the intrinsic. Mm. You know, um, so a couple of things that sort of pop for me around just having these sort of short term goals is that one, like obviously it sets you up for the win every day, which I think many of us really need. And mm. the important thing not to like, not to focus, like you shouldn't neglect this part of it is that you should actually celebrate the win. Like yes. it's kind of, you know, it's easy to forget that. Like you focus on the, because then you become so goal orientated again. It's just like, cool. I've ticked off all the goals, but you forget that the point of the goals actually is sure it's to advance you, um, your position in life, but it's also to make you actually feel better to, to change your state. Yes. To make you realize that yes. you are winning. So like that's not a small part of this. Like it's a, it's a really big thing to focus on. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a, a simple example, which I made, I, I stated in the video as well. Um, Iraj Abadion and his wife, uh, Karen, uh, came for lunch a couple of weeks ago, a month ago. They bought me a orchid from Woolworths. And the orchid, you know, they, they lose flowers eventually because they don't, they're only really like showing all their colors inside Woolworths. The minute they come home out of Woolworths, <laughs> something happens and they start falling off, right? But uh, so I've still got the orchid and uh, this morning I woke up and there was a new leaf that had been coming out. And so instead of being upset that there aren't any flowers or how long are the flowers going to take to come back, I was like celebrating the leaf. Mm. And I was like, wow, just that little bit of dopamine and giving myself energy for it is a momentum build for the, making my day um, better mm. just by choosing to want to focus in on that. So. Yeah, just it, it, it's a, such a simple but profound tool that Kevin shared with me that I think is really important for us all to practice as we mm. go into this level of uncertainty. Yeah. You know, Stephen Pressfield's one of my favorite authors, and like I so I quote him quite often. 
and he always talks about the resistance and um not quite in this context like he he talks about the resistance as this um procrastination that we go through when we are trying to do meaningful things in our life and you have the resistance because there's fear etc cetera, etc cetera. but the one thing that he says is that very often like all he tries to get done in the day is to beat the resistance so he's like if mm. i could just sit down for the day and i've written for the morning like it's not about the word count it's not about you know how how much did i progress into my next book no. it's about did i did i overcome the resistance that i was feeling in the day and i think that's okay. always quite a theme um even with this you know like the short term goals like if you can just do that for today you are progressing yeah. um yeah and i think you know one thing people should be very careful with because i often have these kind of conversations in coaching as well where we want to set very attainable goals and i think very often we run the risk of actually making them too attainable like i i think the one thing like it's a balancing act because you still need to challenge yourself into the goal do you disagree with that look i Yes, I, I do think it's important to challenge and that's your own personal discussion you're having with yourself. You know, you're being lazy or not. And you know, if you're just ticking the box or not, but you know, if you're pushing yourself as yeah. well or not. But ultimately, it's not a time to push yourself. And that's, that's what we need to become clear is that in times of uncertainty that we don't know what's coming, really, we need to preserve as much energy for our emotional states. You know, this, this idea that we, have to shift our heads around DPO. You know, we've spoken about mm. DPO, duration, path, and outcome, and nobody knows what the duration of this, what's happening on the path, our path and what's happening on the outcome. So we have this level of fatigue that we need to become very clear on and become quite patient with, you know, this global emotional fatigue that's taking place um, is something we need to also be giving energy mm. to rather than always just pushing our goals as far as we can and pushing ourselves it's just a time to be more relaxed, more kind, more elegant. And almost like, you know, again, we've spoken about this in winter. You know, what do you do in winter? You hibernate, you relax. And I'm not talking about season of winter. I'm talking about a global idea of winter happening around the fact that old things are dying, mm. like in winter. Mm. Uh, old structures are falling away, like in winter. So it's that idea as well. So I'm not disagreeing, but I'm also saying it's, 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 a, it's a fine line it's a to balancing play, act, yeah. pushing yourself. And, and I think yes. perhaps what, what it comes down to is that we should just cultivate so much more self-awareness of how we are feeling coming into the day. And like, I think this is perhaps one of the biggest things that I've taken away from the past couple of months in COVID is that there are some days where like, you're not going to do anything today. So like, just like almost right off the day, like yeah. re refocus on like what this day is going to bring to you. And yeah. once you've gone through that, tomorrow is perhaps more productive and great, like seize the day, like go for it. And then perhaps you have a couple of days where you're doing really well. And then in this day, like where you're feeling a bit down again. And like the more you can tap into that self-awareness and the more you can, it's almost not just awareness though. It's acceptance as well that, mm. that things are unusual. And like my days are unusual. Like Monday, I just put aside for writing. Like there was no client work. There was no marketing. There was nothing like, I, and I don't think I've ever had a day like that where I've just said, mm. I'm writing the entire day. And like, mm. it was great, you know, but it's unusual. Mm. Um, and so perhaps yeah. like the short term goals that you work on, you know, there's some days where you push it really hard and you stretch them. Mm. And there are some days where just ticking it off was good enough for the day. Mm. So uh, I like if I could just bring three words together. Yes. Awareness, um, acceptance and permission. Yes. 
So awareness of what's going on, acceptance of where you're at, and permission to be as you are. Love it. So those three, yeah, those three things is like just giving yourself that permission to settle in into mm. the unknown. And that's such a difficult thing for us as human mm. beings, especially A-type personalities trying to have self-actualization happening. So, yeah, I think it's forcing us, you know, to, to be in the moment, you know, the, 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 the power of now, as mm. Eckhart Tolle called it, the, the idea that to be in the present moment, it's almost like the reality around us is forcing us to be much more in the present moment, you know. And uh, we all know, you know, the more you follow your excitement at every moment of every day, whether that's sleeping on a couch or writing a book or walking your dogs or swimming in the ocean, doesn't matter what it is, whatever your heart desires, the permission that you give yourself to follow your excitement always leads you to something amazing, mm. always, because you're in a state of excitement. Mm. And a state of excitement always gives you creativity, happiness, joy, and energy. So I think that's what it's actually doing to us. So uncertainty is not about the day it's about the long-term things and so we wanted to make this video around i mean a video a podcast around uh around this topic yeah listen I, I really enjoyed it um and i know that you have to jump because you have to get onto a keynote uh i have to jump because yes, i need yes. to take my dogs to the park uh the, un okay. the unusual to do that in the middle of the day uh lucky dog <laughs> Listen, um, phenomenal as always chatting to you. Um, thank you for all of those listening to the podcast. Uh, if you, if you found this useful, if you found something that resonated for you, uh, you can reciprocate in one of two ways. You can leave us a review on iTunes or you can share this with someone that you think could also find uh, some value in this. Uh, thank you as always for listening. We, we love having you on this journey with us. John, parting words. Um, yeah, no, I, I had a, I had a gentleman from, I think he lives in London and he was telling me that, uh, he actually was my moderator at the Gartner symposium where I shared a stage with Simon Sinek. And just before we were going onto the stage, he was saying to me, Oh, I was listening to you guys podcast. It was amazing. <laughs> I enjoyed this and that. I was like, wow, this podcast really gets around. So thank you to everybody that listens to it. Um, but also one thing is, um, I've got my book launch happening on the 19th of November. Please register. We've already got a thousand people registered. We're hoping we can get many, many more. Um, just go to johnsane.com backslash event, uh, not events, but event. And uh, you'll go straight into the registration page. It's at 19th of November, 7 p.m. South African time. We look forward to hosting you there. And again, Excellent. thank you so much, Eric. And thank you, everybody. Ciao. Thank you. Ciao.